random word generator abolish interesting no context right correct yeah okay let's give it a shot abolish this week we are wrapping up (laughs) abolish this week we're wrapping up Joaquin Phoenix month with the highly anticipated Napoleon Ridley Scott's new film as he teams up with Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Kirby among others to tell the story of the great Napoleon Bonaparte, the France, fr- France, France, <coughs> French general, king, emperor, uh, and the man whom the complex is named after. Uh, this film has a lot of things a period piece, character study, action film in some ways. We have a lot to discuss, and we'll see if it lives up to the hype. Well, Hunter, I am excited to abolish any doubt on whether this film lives up to the hype. But I need to ask you a a question. But is Napoleon good? Let's find out. Is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. <coughs> I, I, I said that and I like opened my arms like I was welcoming people, but it's just me in a fucking bedroom by myself. <laughs> you, not by yourself. You I have two my dogs. dogs. I have my dogs and I have my son on a monitor. He's crying. He's pulling out my heartstrings today. Anyway, I'm your host, Hunter Callahan. I'm your host, Zach Olson. And today, we are wrapping up Joaquin Phoenix Month. It's been a good month. Has been a good month. It's been a good month. And I'm excited for December, too. We're going to announce that schedule this week. December looks like it's like loaded. Yeah, December's Danny DeVito month, which I'm really, um, really, really excited for. Hey, I met him. Well, I didn't meet him. I, did I tell <laughs> you the story? Hold on. I didn't tell you the story, did I? <laughs> no. You met Danny DeVito? Um, technically, no. I guess it doesn't count, but I, I was like a foot from him. I saw him. I was, it was in New York. I was walking. We were walking down the street, and he's in a Broadway play right now. Like this, like okay. He's like the star. like his play. He like wrote it and stuff, and we were just walking past like the back door of this theater and we saw a line and I was like, Oh, I bet Danny Beer's going to come out and like see people. It was like 11. And then sure enough, like right as we were walking by the door opened and he came plopping out. Dude is tiny. Yeah. Like he's small. He's smaller than you think he is. <laughs> I mean, he looks pretty small. He's tiny. Would you um, say he's itty? He is itty bitty. He's not just Eddie, but bitty. He, he is also Biddy. He is Eddie and Biddy. Okay. Um, but he, uh, so I never, I didn't like talk to him, but I was like, oh, look, it's Andy Vito. And he was like, I mean, within five feet. So I, I mean, I could have stayed and like met him, but I was like, I didn't see your play, so it's fine. I'll go. <laughs> Slightly less cool than if you had said like, hey, Danny, I'm a big fan of your work. And yeah. then he said, like, oh, what work? And you had to, like, come up with something? I would have been like, what penguin, would you say? Dude, penguin. Right now. Penguin. Come on. Oh, man. He's yeah, penguin. Yeah. Come there on. Also, I would have said, you're a great stripper from Friends. It's a good scene. Yeah. It's a good episode. Yeah, yeah, Anyway, um, 
yeah, we'll announce that schedule uh, here this week. Zach, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving, and I hope that you're feeling better. I'm feeling better. I I didn't do anything. Like I didn't go home. I didn't. Yeah. I stayed. I stayed home and uh, drank hot tea for Thanksgiving. So that kind of sucked. Well, when you say it like that, it kind of sounds quaint. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes that's my weekend, you know, stay in, drink hot tea, read a book. Dude, you need to calm down, dude. That's wild. I know. Um, Well, good deal. It's it's calmer than than it used to be. I used to have this ritual uh, when I was at West Georgia in grad school. Every Wednesday night, I don't know why I chose Wednesday, but every Wednesday night... I would buy a bottle of wine and drink the whole thing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I did it for a while. It sounds like a, not like a not like a big bottle, you know, like a no, a, yeah. a, a, a smaller Person, bottle yeah, of wine. A personal bottle. That sounds kind of nice, though. Dude, wine wine drunk is the best. I love I love wine. Well, I love yeah. wine. I love sweet wines. Um, well, yeah. good. Well, I'm, I'm glad you feel better. You seem like you are feeling a bit better, <coughs> even though you have that cough lingering. Apologies if if y'all hear me coughing because it's um, gonna hang around <laughs> for a little while. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. Um, I'm excited to talk about this. Are you ready to jump in? I am. So, Hunter, this is your episode. Why don't you lead us? It is my episode. Okay, Zach. When did you see this today? Yeah. Well, as I usually do, I'm going to make you go first because you have seen it the the day of recording. So I'd love to know your thoughts on Napoleon. It was okay, so first first thought was and it should have been obvious. It shouldn't have been a question, but it was a question, but my first thought was there's no way this is historically accurate, is there? <laughs> Answer, no, it's it's not fully historically accurate. I mean, for the most part it is, but uh so that 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 was a thought. Um it I wanna talk about the pacing real quick because Well keep it, it brief. Because I wanna talk it, about that too. Yeah, yeah. It 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 moved like a history textbook. It was just from like one event to the next event to the next event. Or it felt that way at times to me. It didn't seem like it flowed well. Um so, I don't know. Uh, I thought Joaquin did a great job. I thought the performances were great, right? Uh, I'm not sold on this film. I'll say that. Yeah, those are my first impressions. They're, that's I, me keeping it brief. I could have gone yeah, on. Yeah, and, and we shout. This one, I think, will actually might be kind of tough to go chronologically because there's so much. Um, but uh, because of kind of the same things that I, I kind of feel as you I um I liked it uh okay. but I was I was a little disappointed with how I felt about it if I'm honest <clears throat> um okay like I think it was masterfully made from a filmmaking standpoint I think the action was really great I thought the set pieces were really cool it's definitely on an epic scale um yeah and I and I thought the performances as a whole uh were 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 good. I just feel like sometimes I feel like the movie didn't really know what it was. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was, um, con- it was confusing, right? Like well, at times. Not just that, but like tonally. There were some times where I laughed, where I was like, was... But that's exactly that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, Sorry, this is your the, moment. Yeah, there's times <coughs> where like I laughed where I was like, that was a joke. Like that was supposed to be funny, but it still felt strange. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then my biggest my biggest uh qualm, if you will, if I can break out some vocabulary there, is that uh the editing it's in a, it's a big word <laughs> in some Maybe the first half just felt really chaotic to me. Uh, and I guess that would be the pacing for, you know, as well. Just was like, I was trying to keep up. So I was a little disappointed. Um, I will say this before we dive into spoilers. This is the weakest film of Joaquin Month. I I think so, too. Which I, I that's, that's, that's a little disappointing, but that's kind of how I stand right now. Yeah. That's um, how I feel as well. My the theater I was in was like the audience was uh didn't know how to react to certain things. Like things that uh were almost certainly jokes mm-hmm. didn't get laughed at, got like a <gasps> or something like that. And then things mm-hmm. that like weren't funny got laughed at and it just seemed like the audience didn't know yeah, you're right, the tone. Like the yeah. tone was kinda wonky. Um, I will say that uh uh I <laughs> I did not have the best movie-going experience. Um, Where'd you believe, go? Believe it, I went to NCG, but believe it or not, it's nothing to do with NCG. NCG was fine. Uh, I went with like my in-laws. It was like 10 of us, which I've learned I don't like seeing movies in groups anymore. I like seeing it with like by myself or with like a person, maybe two. Yeah. Um, so there's just like a and lot. That, w- that person or maybe two need to be there to watch the film. Yes. Uh, um, so that, it was a little odd, but the strangest thing is that we were in the VIP seats, you know, like that row. Dude, somebody was throwing popcorn. Are you serious? I'm serious. And the strangest thing is that when I walked in, I noticed that the crowd was much, much older. So I was like, who the hell is doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Some old man is just like, this sucks. (laughs) But throw some popcorn. It's not that. It would always, it would, like, we were getting hit with, like, kernels. And they would, like, just be, like, just be, like, bloop. And you'd feel, like, bounce. And I was, like, first, it was, like, Hannah was, like, someone's throwing popcorn. I was, like, really? I didn't feel anything. Then I got hit a couple times. It it, didn't, like, hurt, but I was just, like, what's happening? (laughs) It was really weird. It's wild. What if it was someone that y'all knew? Like, like, uh. Well, no one said anything after, like. And I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I wonder, now that I think about it, I wonder if, because you know how the VIPs have like the, there's like a, there's like a, not a what's the, what's like a little mini wall behind wall. the seats, you know? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if they thought that would just like. There was, were no seats? Yeah. And they were just throwing popcorn kernels down. But That's damn, hilarious. I mean, like we were getting <laughs> popcorn. That's hilarious. It would have been, like, been funny if somebody what threw What if popcorn. Jared went like two rows back and was just like... Uh-huh. No, because I could see Jared. He was like right okay. He was right next to Hannah. Did you Did you have that thought? <laughs> <laughs> what if somebody... It would have been funny if somebody was like... If somebody hit me with the popcorn and I heard, your podcast sucks. I would have been like, okay. <laughs> I would have said, thanks, thanks for listening. 
Yeah, thank you for your support. Um, anyway, okay, time for me to do me to, to blah blah blah. Movie in a minute. Movie in a minute, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Time for a movie in a minute, oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna talk about movie in a minute, just six seconds. Oh yeah, oh yeah, let's go. All right, I don't really want to do this. I'm dreading this, actually. Here we go. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. This is like uh, Mr. Gerald's class all over again. Not that specific incident, but just like you're spitting <laughs> facts. Napoleon tried to catch to to to, to cross the imaginal line. That actually was like World War Two, wasn't it? The imaginal line. Yeah. Fucked up thing is I couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's imagine no, right? Imagine no line. Nazi Germany, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> that was the worst moment of my life. Should I explain well, it for context? You can, but let me just say that if that's the worst moment of your life, you've had a pretty good life. I have had a pretty good life. Thank you. Um, the National Line incident was when we were... We were s- what year was that? That sophomore year? He, he he was a sophomore teacher, yeah. So we were what fifteen? <laughs> yep. Um I have a stutter, believe it or not. Um, and I have moments where I get caught on words. And we had this wonderful teacher, Mr. Gerald. He's a great teacher. Loved his class, history teacher. And he would call on people to do to call answers. And the question was, what was the line of defenses? in France during World War II, whatever called. And the answer is, of course, the Maginot line. M-A-G-I-N-O-T line, Maginot. And he said, Mr. Callahan. Now, me and Trey were in the same class, so we had to wait and see which one he called on. He said, Mr. Callahan, as a way of like, who, who, who is it? Is it Hunter or Trey? And he said, what's the line called? Whatever, Hunter. I said, uh, the imaginal line. Brutal. Fucking brutal. Sorry. I'm done. And people laughed. Can you feel it coming? Can you feel like a stutter coming? Do you ever feel it? Have you ever felt it while you were singing? And you're like, oh no. So singing, I don't really ever stutter when, like, it's just, I kind of can bypass it. Probably uses a different part of your brain to yeah. sing than than to talk. Um, there was one time like, Ozzy Osbourne can sing perfectly fine, and he's like he can't speak intelligible when he's when he talks. There was know? one time where I was I was like I was like gosh I might have been in middle school. No, I think I was freshman, or I was in a play. I was in Rent. <laughs> it was like okay. a medley, it was like a medley. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I had to sing a line. And there was one song where I like would sometimes get stuck, but come showtime, I got it out, so it was fine. That's good. Um, anyway, should I do a movie in a minute now? <coughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, we gotta do the song again. Movie in a minute. Movie in a minute. Yeah. We're gonna talk about the movie in sixty seconds. All right. Here we go. All right, I got a timer. Zach, you ready? Yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Are are you yep. ready? I need to make sure you're ready before I do this. Mm-hmm. Here we go. And this is Napoleon, the movie, not his actual life, because it's historically inaccurate. 
in one minute. <clears throat> and three, two, one, go. Okay, it's 1793. It's the French Revolution. We see uh, Marie Antoinette get her head cut off. Napoleon's there, and he's like, I'm going to take over. Anyway, uh, years later, he he leads a battle that kind of helps save France, uh, and he kind of climbs up the ranks in his military career, and he's like this military genius, but he's also kind of like an egotist. Anyway, he meets this woman, falls in love, they're married, uh, and we just kind of see him, you know, grow in power, and then he becomes king, which actually is called the emperor. He's the emperor of France, and he gets a little power-hungry uh, and kind of... Then he goes uh, off, he gets to conquer Russia and like 600,000 people die so he gets exiled then he comes back and says I'm going to stay in France and take it over again so he goes to war with like the rest of Europe and then he loses that battle so he gets exiled again and then well he also divorces his wife who he still loves though and then uh, he has like a kid uh, out of wedlock and then all the stuff then he dies on an island I mean that, that was his life that was his life start to finish that was his life I realized as I was doing it, um, that it's uh, it's just like a lot of the same stuff over again. So I didn't know how to like he wins a battle kind and he of, wins I mean, a you battle. You could have talked about you could have talked about. I mean, no, you did perfect. You did Thank perfect. You. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't say anything else. I described the entire film. So, mm-hmm. um, I forgot to say spoilers, but it's just his life. So I kind of whatever. I feel like we're good. Yeah, so, like so now spoilers, <coughs> if you want, you know. I didn't really, you know, I just kind of outlined his life. Here's spoilers. Um, okay, Zach, let's talk about this movie, shall we? Okay, yeah. Uh, so what was your issue with the pacing? Let's just jump right into that, because I feel like that's going to be the biggest thing that we kind of talk I, about. Well, I mean, I said it really succinctly. And oh, I don't know you? what else to say. It felt like it was moving from just like one historical event to, uh, to the next, to the next. Like it didn't feel like there was this. Um, for for the majority of the film, it didn't feel like there was this this narrative arc. It just felt like it was moving from like it was trying to hit all of the points. Like yeah, he fought in this battle, and this got him a promotion. And then he fought in this battle, and then he was, you know, uh, 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 crowned emperor and then he got a divorce because uh his 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 wife was infertile you know what i mean it just felt like it was like going from point to point at times not not the whole movie but it just i don't know well it seemed like to me uh it took it seemed like it was it cared a lot more about which i think this is true and maybe they should have just made the movie about this um it uh, it seemed like it cared a lot more about the relationship between him and uh, Josephine, which yeah, I, I right. think it's because it did. Um, it did. You're right. That that was the narrative arc, right? Yeah. And then everything else was just hitting the the points on the timeline. Continue. Yeah. No, well, I was just gonna say because that's exactly that's exactly, that's exactly what I was gonna say is that it seemed like it rushed through everything until they got together. And then it was like, yes. okay, now let's tell a story. And it was like, hold on a minute. That was a bunch of chaos. Um, it just seemed super unorganized. It did. Maybe, maybe not like even, I, un- well, yeah, I guess that would make sense. 
I get what they were trying to do with the like he's he's in Russia and you're like he's narrating the letters that he's writing to Josephine, but it just felt like it didn't it wasn't fully executed or something. You know what I mean? Like it felt like it was like almost there but not there for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it's like <clears throat> I don't know. The first I think what it was was like the first handful of battles that we saw were it was just like uh it was just brutal. like <laughs> well, it was brutal, very brutal. Dude, when the horse got shot, I was like, "Oh, shit yeah um yeah but it was just like okay we're watching a a period peace war movie and then it completely shifts tones to like okay we're watching a romance a period peace romance that might also be a romantic comedy yeah but yeah it had like romantic comedy and then at times like i wasn't sure if it was a romance because i think vanessa kirby is great but mm-hmm. sometimes I wasn't sure what emotion she was showing. Like, okay, so when they were getting their divorce, let's talk about that scene. I was convinced she was up there laughing. Uh, I didn't think she was, like, on the verge of tears. It looked like she was, like, laughing. Well, I think she was laughing, but I, I took it as, like, a laugh of, like, of, what's the what's the word? Where she's just, like, so... She's I in guess hysterics. Maybe not hysterics, but like I don't want to say like sarcasm. That's not the right word, but like almost like a okay, whatever. Like sure. Like just so kind of over it. But then I think I what mean, was maybe. weird about I think what made that scene weird to me it was it was it was like sandwiched by like really kind of sweet scenes, it seemed like. Because like after that they're hanging out on the couch and He's like, I'll always love you. I'm gonna miss you. And yeah, he's like, right. Before to me tomorrow. that, we we got two scenes where, and this is something that jo- Joaquin is great. He can do anything, and I'll like it. Except, I don't need to see him railing someone from behind <laughs> multiple times in the same movie. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it was weird because. Really, really going to town too. Like, yeah, those not wasting any time. What's funny about those the, the sex scenes was like it was like maybe it was intended to show like the selfishness disconnect, disconnect and like an like an inherent like selfishness to him where he because that's the whole Napoleon complex, right? Uh, and the ego of him. Which I think what was strange to me is I saw that come through towards the end. That's the thing. is like the first half of the movie, the first third is like a History Channel telling of his military rise to power. Yes. And then the middle third is like his relationship with Josephine. But here's the thing, Hunter. And I'm sorry to interrupt, but well, no, hold on. Hold that thought. I'll finish this one sentence. Then you can go. Okay. And then yeah, the yeah. final third is like a study of his egotism and complex and his downfall. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like there's a, there's a through line to all of it. At right, least, right, at least right. not there's the no way it, it, there probably is, but at least not the way that it's put together. It doesn't seem, but sure. continue. What were you going to say? The romance there were entire scenes where I was convinced that uh, 
Josephine wasn't into it. And like I said, I, it's like it's like the emotion wasn't coming through Vanessa Kirby's face or something. Because like the intimate scenes, she's just fucking standing there. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is that when they first got married, I took it. I was under the impression that it was uh that it was she was doing it for like security or for yeah not social status but like she was like the only way for me to survive in prison was to get pregnant i have all these transgress you know transgressions and i think there's even a scene where like it seemed like maybe she's talking to her like housemate about marrying him and uh, she says, "Like, well, do you do you find him without appeal?" And she's like, "No." And then the husband's like, "Wasn't that enough?" That's yeah. not a way. That's not a. That's not the same as saying I'm in love with somebody. <laughs> like, right, right. Do you think he's ugly? No. It's not. It's not the same thing as I'm in love with him. She's getting ready for dinner or like a party or something. And he walks in. And he's just like, yum, yum, yum. see, like, <laughs> Do you, you know what I mean? Like, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I forgot to move that. Um, it's okay. Yeah. See, that's where I was like, I was like, that's funny, but like, what? Who is this guy? Nobody laughed in my theater. <clears throat> Everyone was just like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah, I don't know. It, it was it was strange because like I'm not sure. It just it it's it's hard for me to piece these things together. You know what I mean? And like have them fit. And I think they're all kind of individually interesting. But when you put mm-hmm. it all together, it's just like huh. It's a you know mishmash. I mean? You know what I mean? <coughs> Excuse me. You're fine. Do you want to talk about some historical inaccuracies? Well, I was going to say, I'm actually looking at some right now, and apparently it's wildly historically inaccurate. Um, Which, w- w- one last thing on this, that was never my concern, because even during it, I was like, one, there's no way that it happened like this, but two, it's like, it, it had no, it didn't, had no concern with like trying to let, make you keep up. Because also yeah, one com- one complaint that 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 I have for this, it seemed like everybody else they had an appearance signifier of the time frame, but mm-hmm. Napoleon looked the same the entire fucking movie. Yeah, and so I was like, give yeah. me something, which is which is fine, but like it was hard to be like, when is this? Did you think it odd that? Um well, some people had like a, like a, like a, I don't know, like a accent. Joaquin Phoenix was just Joaquin Phoenix, like just Joaquin Phoenix voice. I will tell you that that was a surprising choice to me. It didn't necessarily affect my opinion of the movie. Okay. Because okay. that's fair. After a few minutes. I was yeah. kind of just like after okay. the first scene, I was I was yeah. over it. But, but the I first w- scene, I was like, I will say, I was like, oh okay, he's just walking Phoenix in this. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, there's a there's a there's a a lot of things like, um. 
there was one one professor from Princeton called it a travesty. It doesn't have a list of what he said, but he said pointed out many historical inaccuracies. Here's here's some things. Let's see. Uh, um, he said there's a professor from Oxford who's like uh, he he worked on the film. He pointed out several aspects where the production deviated from history. It said like their divorce happened in 1809, two years after he met Alexander, um, which is shown to occur before. Uh, this is all about the the divorce, saying that like he didn't slap her, all that kind of stuff. Um, do you have like a list or anything? I I looked at a list earlier. <clears throat> I know that he almost certainly wasn't there to witness the beheading. Yeah, of you have Marie Antoinette. Yeah, um, I know that. Napoleon was not known to charge into battle like he does numerous mm-hmm. times in the movie. He just sort of stayed back. But what is interesting is in the the uh, <coughs> the siege of Toulon, which is the first battle where his horse gets blown up, mm-hmm. uh, he comes out of that battle unscathed. But in like history books or like historical texts say that he was like mortally injured. With by a bayonet in that battle, so it's interesting that it, they didn't show him actually getting injured in that battle. Um, <coughs> Mortally, uh, but he lived. Well, okay, he was like on the verge of death. Fuck off. Okay, <laughs> you can be severely <laughs> injured. <laughs> um, it says like he never met Wellington, who uh, is the guy is the British guy that defeats him. Um, <clears throat> but <coughs> some even said like just the depiction of him, uh, is inaccurate. Like they said, like, like one, uh, historian said that the betrayal of Napoleon as like a proto Hitler, uh, was vastly incorrect. Um, which I will admit, I don't know a ton about Napoleon, so I'm not going to like be like, oh, this is inaccurate. Uh, but I think it's fascinating how they portrayed him because, like, I don't know. It it, it seemed like to me, I, I've always kind of envisioned, like, the, the whole Napoleon complex, right? That's a reason for for striving to get power is to compensate for, like, being short or whatever. You know, isn't that what that mm-hmm. is? But it seemed like he wasn't so much like that and the power that he got is what made him become so egotistical. Does that make sense? Yeah, even then, Hunter, um, Mm -hmm. when I was watching it... Huh? I'm listening. When I was watching it, it never... It was never clear when the shift occurred into, like, pure egoism. Like, Mm -hmm. at the end of the movie... I don't know. I, I I was like, oh shit, he lost one, and then the movie was over. Like it never, it was never like, ah, oh, we, I'm the greatest ever. They're not gonna defeat me. You know, I never got this like ego trip from him, other than like the, you're nothing without me scene with with uh, Josephine. Well, it's funny because uh, he even says like, um, he. He's not really the one who even says like I'm the greatest in the world. There's people who tell him you're the most, you're the bit, you're the greatest leader of the world's ever known, like all these kind of things. Right. Um, but doesn't also it doesn't seem like it tries to. 
it doesn't seem like it tries to to say that he was influenced. It's kind of like 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 you were saying. It's kind of unclear on when uh, he's like become this. Man- I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Sorry, I'm trying to also, like talk and like read stuff. Uh, the fucking tagline for the movie is uh, "He came from nothing. He conquered everything." But his parents were like. Not like straight royalty, but they were like, you know, like aristocrats or whatever. They had money. Um, yeah. And he didn't, he, he did not conquer everything. <laughs> no, he did not. Sorry, he did reading? not conquer Russia and he did not conquer uh, <clears throat> the the UK. I'm reading about, uh, I'm reading about. Like his family, because it handled his kids super weird. Like, how many kids did he have? Um, should have done this earlier. Hold on a second. Let me see. It doesn't say because like he got he got a woman pregnant, like that one girl pregnant that his mom like set him up with, right? Yeah, I don't think that was accurate either. Okay. I <clears throat> what I understand, I'm not a historian, so take this with a grain of salt. Maybe like half the salt shaker, honestly. What I understand is that he had multiple um bastard children, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. And so because because he was like popping them out. Or he wasn't popping out, but he was he was uh, popping them in, and then they were baking in the Easy Bake Oven and popping out left and right. Okay. Uh, it was clear that Josephine was infertile, so th- th- you know. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't really talk. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to read all this. Never mind. I'll just. I just think it's. I think the most interesting. I don't know. I think I keep coming back to this. Sorry, I'm gonna stop reading about this because I'm getting distracted. <coughs> my my biggest complaint, which is like what you said earlier, is I feel like just things just kind of happened, and the only things that seemed to be emotionally charged was the relationship with Josephine, because like yep. even even when he became emperor, well, like he he was given the proposition right by one of the five counselors or whatever. Which was that his brother? I th- that's the thing too is that it's confusing because it seemed like they just called people brother, but then I thought there actually was his brother, and his brother no, was actually his brother was one of yeah, them. Yeah, his, his brother was one of them. Like I think his brother was the guy uh, when they were actually doing the coup. He was outside and uh, mm-hmm. he like grabbed the sword and he was like, "I will kill Napoleon if he yes, uh, you know." Like, and then he looks at him like, uh, "Whatever." Yeah, see, like and that, he, like that kind of humor I thought was funny. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I was gonna say, like, <sighs> I don't think people, if you were unaware of the story of France, and the fact that the revolution was to end the monarchy, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that what it was? Um, uh, then to have him become king and then emperor like in retrospect that's a massive thing to happen right 
if you fight to overthrow a monarchy and then however many years later you are the one that becomes the monarch. Well, but it, but so he he let's clear some things up. And I'm this is based on the movie not not on history. Um cuz you know, I I don't want to say anything that's inaccurate, but he didn't execute Marie Antoinette, right? So he like wasn't necessarily a part of that. No, but he was kind of seen as one of the... He was called the savior of the Republic, was he not? Sure. Because he... I mean, the... the Whatever, Toulon. Mm-hmm. The siege of Toulon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a like a very uh, pivotal battle. Uh, they, needed, they needed to win that one. You know, that was like... Win that and they get into the college football playoff. If they don't win, they're out kind of thing. Yes. Um, yes. And so Good analogy. They they got into the college football playoff and ended up getting a national title. Um, but do you remember the quote at the beginning? Like it was like the cold open. It was just like black screen, and there was like this quote talking about like, you know, people in unrest. Unrest leads to revolution, and then yeah, revolution inevitably leads to unrest or whatever it was. Let me see if I you can know what I'm talking that. about? Revo. Yes, I'm trying to see if I can find that revolution quote in Land movie. Because um. I think that was kind of alluding to what happens. It was like you get rid of a monarch and you put this vacuum and then it sucks. So you inst- instill another sort of like monarch figure. Let me see if I find... I can't find it. But yes, I see what you're saying. Well, I just think it's funny because, like, to to me, that should have felt... Maybe that was the turn, right, when he becomes the Napoleon complex guy, but it didn't feel like it was It was in the movie. Yeah, it... I think it just could have been... presented weird. Yeah, like, it's, it's he's, like, told that... He, like, laughs in the guy's face. Right? He's like, king. Also, then he says king, but then he says the first emperor. emperor. I, I don't think he wanted also, to be also king. He, I thought he was going to take that crown it. and, like, break it and say, <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not, you know, France, France isn't going to have a king or something. But he yeah. did have the Julius Caesar crown. I think that's just emperor. what, I think that's just what, that's my biggest complaint about the movie is that I feel like it felt like these things just sort of happened. Yeah, it was just a fucking history textbook. Like I've been saying, it was just like event, event, event. No emotion, no like overarching arc. Not even historically accurate. It's like one of those uh, Dollar General history books that you're like, yeah. oh, you better watch out. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it was like... I think that's my biggest disappointment <clears throat> is that like even because even when he comes back, like I think it's really his charisma. There's a few scenes that I think sent out like when he's talking to the five counselors and they're like, mm-hmm. you deserted your troops and his charm and his smooth talking and his charisma and that scene where he turns the tables and leaves like with the upper hand. I, was, I, th- I thought that was a really, a really cool moment. That was a really strong showing when he comes back. He still from, got exiled. 
Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying like that's what led him to becoming. Uh, I thought that's that, that's what led him to to becoming emperor. When he deserted because, the troops, because he, well, he like his wife was cheating on him, so he went back. That was earlier on. He oh, got, you're right. You're right. He got turned uh, sent into exile because because he started to, he got so obsessed with conquering the Prussians, and like six hundred pe- thousand people died. Um. But uh, like I thought that scene was really good, and then when he comes back, uh, from exile and like his army is still like he's talking to them and like wins them back. I thought those were really good scenes of kind of showing his charm, but. It just sort of comes out of nowhere. It doesn't feel like it's earned. But then there is stuff where it's petty, where it's like at the very, very end, he's trying to convince these two little girls, like, no, I'm the one who burnt down Moscow. Like, he's he still needs them to to know. Or like when he's telling Josephine, like, I want you to say I'm the most important thing in your life. And so you see those things kind of in him, but I don't know. I feel like the best narrative stuff and emotionally was all with Josephine, which I think is good, but I feel like that should have been the movie then. Yeah. Or do an action movie. Like one of the complaints amongst my in-laws was a lot of them were like, it was slower than I expected. And I thought to myself, well, I could have told you that because I don't think Joaquin Phoenix is going to sign up to do an action movie. I've been telling Hannah that. I was like... Because she was like, I don't want to just see fighting. I was like, yes, you're not, because it's Joaquin Phoenix. He's not just going to do an action movie. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't think so, at least. Maybe he would. Honestly, it was more fighting than I thought was going to be really? in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> what do you think about them blowing the tops off the pyramids? Is that accurate? I thought that was visually co- like interesting. I thought it was... Um, it's it didn't really do much for me, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I I tell you what scene I, I I did like, and I don't think some people might have been confused by it. I really liked the mummy scene where okay. he where they like opened up the sarcophagus or whatever, <clears throat> and he was like measuring himself against this like ancient Egyptian leader, like put his hat on him. And you could kind of see, at least in me, like at least for me, that was him kind of envisioning like he's he's that kind of leader, you know. And I really like. It's funny that he he measures he measures himself up against like an old shriveled body, which is almost definitely smaller than that but, person but was. What's funny is that then he still had to like get a box to stand on. Yep, I did like that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, we can go on and on. I just I think. I think it's visually a beautiful film. I think the set pieces are great. I think the acting is great. Um, like Joaquin's great, you know. Like that's not up for dis- for dispute. I just think it was. I just think it's kind of put together. A, I don't want to say sloppily, but like, it's just a bit chaotic. I think it's chaotic for sure. I agree, it's chaotic. You know, I was telling you um, that. The the audience in my theater was confused at times. Mm-hmm. When they announced, announced when 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 Napoleon gets back from, like, <coughs> I guess Moscow burned down. Was it Moscow? Yeah. yeah. Um. And they tell him that uh, Josephine has died. <coughs> um. Someone clapped. 
And I don't know why they clapped. Hmm. They gave like two claps and then stopped. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that odd? Like they didn't know like <coughs> I, I think know. what's I think what's weird is like <coughs> Let me try and explain this one more time and see if I can explain it in a way that, that is satisfactory to me. <coughs> you know what I said earlier about the first third is like a history channel, the second third is the romance. The third third is the study of his Napoleon complex and egotism and downfall, right? Mm-hmm. I think what bothers me is that, to me, they don't compound on each other. They, like, are at the detriment of the other. They detract from one another. Yeah, yeah. so the first like one it, is it, like, okay, we're doing a like historical war movie. It's not even that great because you can tell it does it. You can tell it kind of just wants to get through it, and then it gets to what it wants to talk about, the movie, like the relationship. But then, like, that part doesn't line up with what the third part says about that relationship because it cares more about Napoleon at that point. Like in in the final third, what what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, and <coughs> throughout. I mean, we know history. We know that, Mm -hmm. you know, the Battle of Waterloo was like his undoing and, you know, his hubris and all that, you know, blah, blah, blah. But throughout the film, he's set up as like uh, uh, a pure protagonist. It's not like this like anti-hero protagonist Mm -hmm. that it's like we're waiting for their downfall or whatever, right? It's just like he's he's like the protagonist. It's like, I don't know. I I feel like... I mean, there are points where you're given you're given reason to dislike him for this or that or the other, but I don't think. Does that make sense? Like, it, yeah. it's not set up for us to like be ch- rooting for his downfall at the end of the movie. Yeah, like he's not really painted as this like gray figure. He's painted as sort of like this quirky guy. <laughs> like I, I, I just want to say the the impression that I got, like the tone of the movie, he's painted as a fucking flawed hero. Like he's painted as like doing the right thing for France and like all this stuff, but he has issues, mm-hmm. you know, and like he's human or whatever, which yeah. is not, <laughs> it's not necessarily, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, based on at least what, what, well, at least what history leads us to believe is not what he, he was, but I was going to say the, what? And then at the end, they t- they just tag on like he led troops in battles that killed three million people, you know. So that okay, I want to talk about one thing and then I'll come back to that. But okay. I was gonna say, finish my thought with the whole like the each part kind of the d- uh, detracts. I like the relationship. Try third, I guess. But then what what was bothering me during the last story when he was kind of having his downfall is that. After their divorce, which was ugly, because, like, he treats her like trash, <clears throat> they're just yep. writing, like, they're so in love. And, like, even she's, like, sick. She's like, Napoleon's coming, Napoleon's coming. And it's like, you barely acted like you liked him when you first started dating. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. where it would kind of, it kind of wouldn't lead. And it's like, did you fall in love with him? Because when, when he snapped at you at the dinner you acted like you were miserable and that's where i was confused is it was just like how did she actually feel about him because it doesn't really make it clear but the last third wants you to believe that she was madly in love with him 
And I'm not saying she didn't love him. I can hear her. I'm not saying that she didn't love him, but it paints it as like this, they're longing. And it's like, well, he's married to somebody else and has mistresses and stuff. And it's like, it was just strange. But I agree. you're, You're right. There's actually like a fourth little moment at the very end where it like shows how many people he was basically responsible for the deaths of, I'm not going to say killing because it's war. He didn't do it himself, but how many people died? Like 3 million people died in his battles. And then I was like, so Hana, is this a a movie that's a commentary on like the costs of war and his recklessness as a leader? Or are you commit? Because that's not what the tone of it was. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That that did, that did strike me weird. Is all it all didn't fit. It felt like four puzzle. It was like a four piece puzzle, and none of the pieces fit together. Yeah, that was an odd way to end it to me. Because yeah, because that that's something that you would see at the end of a movie about like a serial killer, where it's like yeah, here's the damage that he did, and it was like, well, you you showed us a picture like he was like you said like some flawed hero who did great things, but like had had a big ego and it's like yeah you know maybe he did but just pick a lane it i i feel like it also would have worked better if there was this uh so like oppenheimer (laughs) oppenheimer had like scenes and entire like trajectories that were like yeah america we built the nuke but then it's like heavily contrasted with like these panic attacks that he's having and like he's like giving the speech and like he, you hear the scream, and and you see the girls like face melting. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if if this movie had some of that to say, like, yes, he conquered and he did these great things for France, but at what cost? Like, if it felt yeah. like it was like giving that commentary or something, I feel like it it would have been stronger, but it didn't. Yeah. Or like, what happened to the country? Like, was was France? Was France in good shape when he was ruling, or was it falling apart? Well, so France, um, France fell apart, and uh, it's no longer it's it's no longer no longer what France still exists. Are you talking about today, or are you talking about back then? No, no, no. no. Um, w- France today is just a giant Disneyland. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's never just been. a giant I've theme park. Never been. Um, but what else? I think like the, we have little snippets of his military genius, and I'm like, that's also a route you could have taken. Like, if you would have stuck with the his, History Channel version, we could have we could have just been a study of him as a general. And it's just like I don't know. It was just weird. I felt like it dabbled on a lot of stuff, but didn't know what it wanted to talk about. That's kind of yeah. I I can wrap up with that. That's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Do you have anything I else? Because <laughs> we're already pushing an hour. I didn't know if you want to keep going. What else you want to talk about? Um. I mean, I'm good. I it was confusing. I I did. I, I will say I enjoyed it. But if we're we're weighing, actually, I need to ask you if we're weighing if this is a good film, a bad film. Let me make this more concise, Hunter. Mm-hmm. But is Napoleon good? It is good. It is not great. I think it sits at like 61%, and that's kind of where I would put it. Like, if it's fresh, it's barely fresh. Yeah. 
Um, real quick, can you please, sir? I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a a rebuttaled question, if I may, sir. Okay. I would like to know your ranking of Joaquin of Joaquin Phoenix month. <sighs> we might be the same. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Napoleon's coming in last place. Okay. Um, next is going to be... Give me a second. Next, I think, is going to be the Master coming in in third place. Then, come on, come on. And then taking the top spot is her. We have the same ranking. I thought for s- I th- I didn't know if we would put come on come on and the master in the same place, but I think we have the same ranking. And actually, yeah. I mean, hers. I one really of my liked come on come on. I loved come on come on. I think yeah. for me, there's actually a pretty substantial gap between come on come on and the master. Same. And a pretty substantial gap between the master and Napoleon. <laughs> yeah. And Napoleon, look. The, the, the master, master gave us pig fuck, so the, the master's goaded. <laughs> the master was a lot, a lot to take in, but yeah. it felt so much more focused. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, cool. There you go. Uh, that is Napoleon, and that is the our rankings for Joaquin Phoenix Month. Let's do a couple. We've kind of gone long, so let's do a couple of Every Movie Sucks reviews. How about that? Oh, shit. I need to pull them up. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> this one says, "This is Emil one two three nine half star. They massacred my boy." <laughs> uh, <coughs> give me one second here, Zach. Do I have your permission to do another <laughs> one? This is this uh. is not a one star review, but it's really funny. Uh, can't wait for Sophia Coppola's Josephine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> what? Do you have one more? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why this got me, but uh, someone just said, shit sucked in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see here. I'm trying to find something that are funny. Oh, this <laughs> says, Katie loves films. Half star. The history student in me is screaming. It's kind of funny. All right, I'm gonna do one more, and then you can, and then then we'll be done. Zach, you got one more for us? Um, yeah. Bro is French, not vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate. Uh, let's see here. Here's one more. This is kind of long. Um. Okay, <laughs> back and read that one. Here we go. Uh. This is by DC, actually, so half star. Um, one of the worst films I've seen this year. I genuinely thought Hollywood stopped making this kind of movie in the 90s. I'm a big fan of character assassinations, especially when the targets are French icons, but this movie was just awful. The costumes were nice, but that's about it. The acting, dialogue, and especially the weird anachronistic jack-off scenes were cinematic. I, I don't know what that word is. Anyway, there you go. I P A C A C. 
I P A C A C E. No, I P E C A C. Oh, that's the stuff. That's the. That's the stuff. It's like a syrup you take to make yourself throw up. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I've literally never heard of that. Yeah. That's funny. It's 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 like Ipecac or something. I don't know how to I don't know how to pronounce it, but Google it. Yeah, I can see that. Wild. <sighs> okay, there you have it. Every movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Every every movie sucks. Every movie <laughs> sucks. Here's an honorable mention. Oh please. Uh, probably would have rated this higher if the movie theater I went to sold slushies. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Um, Zach, can you give me a quick little ditty about the shindigs? Little ditty ditty, Hunter is so shitty. It's time to talk about the news. Perfect. Time to, yeah. Any more? Okay, here we go. News, news, news. Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio are both teaming up and returning for a Karate Kid film. Okay. I didn't realize that Jackie Chan was in a Karate Kid film, but apparently he was a long time ago, and they're both coming back. Uh, Melissa Barrera was removed from Screen 6. Scream 6. I think the consensus is that she was fired because she talked about the Palestinian-Israel uh, war, but she was fired or removed, and then immediately after, Jenny Ortega uh, of Wednesday fame dropped out of Scream 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Pattinson is said to be playing a Patrick Bateman-type character in a new Adam McKay film. Uh, also saw something, I forgot what it's called, but uh, what's her name? Keith Urban's wife. Nicole Kidman is set to star in a new A24 film. I forgot the name of it. Uh, sorry, I dashed space off memory. I didn't write it down. Uh, Chris Columbus has claimed to have 972 boxes of unused and unseen footage of Robin Williams from the filming of Mrs. Doubtfire, and he wants it to be used in a documentary, and I would watch that. Uh, Miss Marvel star Imani Vellani has confirmed that a Young Avengers project is in the works at Marvel. Um, let's see here. Here's one more. Uh, Superman Legacy has added Skylar Gisondo as Jimmy Olsen and Sarah Sampaio as Eve Teskmacher. There's a lot of people in that movie. And then Aquaman 2 has been forecast to open up at 32 to $42 million, which is not good. It's pretty low, right? Really bad. Um, so that's pretty much uh, <laughs> kind of being written off as a loss already, which is fine. And the one that I just saw today, which I can't believe is happening, uh, Bob Iger has essentially confirmed that Frozen 3 and 4 are being developed at Disney, which essentially to me is saying that Disney only wants franchises that are proven to make money. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I saw a story that Frozen 4 was under in in development and people were like, where the hell is Frozen 3? Like, where's the third one? And Wish, because I think like their, (laughs) their latest film, Wish, like bombed really bad currently. Mm -hmm. Um, So it looks like Disney, I don't know. They're just trying, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't really care that much, honestly. I like Frozen. Things good, but you know, there you go. News of the week. News, news, news. Zach, do you have any shindigs for us this week? Anything? 
I don't I, I don't know of a single Braves update in the past week. Um the Hawks have been up and down. Let's see if they won. They lost. I mean, They're eight and eight. We're gonna do a live score update. Hunter stole my thunder. They lost. Falcons won. Falcons did win, and they are first in the uh NFC South, which is shocking. At a five and six record that they are they you know, they could get into the playoffs with a losing record. Uh, yeah. Didn't the Giants like win the world the the World Series the the Super Bowl once with a losing record? Isn't that didn't that happen once? They were like seven and nine or something. Maybe it, has that happened? Yeah. Well, I yeah. Well, I I know that the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl twice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One time w- was to spoil the perfect season. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um. Which the perfect season was one of the scandal seasons, wasn't it? Where they like was that stealing tape? The Deflate Gate or whatever, or was that a different thing? I, I don't know. Deflate Gate might have been a different year. Mm. I don't know. Well, Zach, that was very brave of you. It's the bravest thing I've done all week. Honestly, uh, probably because I've been laying down a lot. I haven't <laughs> done much. Is it time for whiskey shots? It is time for whiskey shots. Whiskey shots, whiskey shots. We love. Uh, actually, you know, this time of year is well. I have two whiskey things to talk about. Actually, Hollis saw a picture of whiskey on my phone, and he said, "Hug." Sad. It was very nice because I don't. I didn't know if he would remember whiskey. Um, and two, Zach, y- you'll know what I'm about to to say. This time of year is very tough without whiskey because. She loved Christmas trees, and yeah. I very much miss uh, seeing her climb and then sleep inside of a Christmas tree. It's very, She'd very really fun. Get in there. She would. You. She was stuck. You weren't getting her out. She would hold up there for if a day. If you didn't know where she was, look in the tree. Yeah, and it was tough to find her sometimes. Honestly, she blended in. Yeah. So anyway, this is to whiskey. To whiskey. Oh, that was funny. All right, Zach, where can they find us? You you tell us. You know. <laughs> you know. They can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at But Is A Good Podcast. You can follow us on X or whatever it's called now at B-I-I-G Podcast. You can say hello to us at B-I-I-G Podcast at gmail.com. But Is A Good Podcast at gmail.com or But Is It Good at gmail.com, any of them. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be announcing December's schedule, uh, later this month. I mean, this, this month, this week, uh, I think, are we taking two weeks off? I don't know if we are, maybe we can plan ahead and like, we'll be, we'll be gone, but we can plan ahead and, uh, have some episodes scheduled maybe. Cause there's a lot of good movies coming out this month. <laughs> yeah. If we take time off. It would probably be... Maybe to start the year. We can do that. We'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, that's what we've done in the past. It was like the first two weeks of January. So that'll give us time to watch all the great movies in December. And then schedule a few episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Sick. Okay, cool. Well, then we'll see you guys next week. 
when we do um, <coughs> a Danny DeVito film. <laughs> Should we continue our trend of um, talking for a second, and then I can just cut off mid-sentence like we've done with the past few episodes? Yeah, we <coughs> we can do that. Yeah. Um. So how how was your um <laughs> how was your life? But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, I don't know if I told you, but I I got an espresso machine. Oh, really? Wow. I hope you really enjoy that Nespresso machine that you're just telling me about now for the first time. Yep, you heard it here first, folks. Hunter got an Nespresso machine.